finding our place in, in our church is so, uh, so important. You know, uh, and I know sometimes we, we have to kind of, we have to kind of um, experiment a little bit to try to figure out, uh, you know, do I, am I really the right fit uh, for this area? And, and some of you are probably asking, well, Frank, I don't know. I don't know where I can serve. You know, you could just pick one of those or just on the back, there's even an option. Look, Frank, I don't know what I'm good at. <laughs> you know, just, just put me somewhere. We'll start somewhere. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, sometimes it could, it could end in something that is, hey, this is, this is something that's my fit. Are you going to be like, you know what? Uh, that's not my fit. I'm going to go on to something else. And so take, um, you want to be patient with that. This, over the past, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I took um, uh, one of our sons on, sort of, on an outing. And uh, Logan, he's uh, going in, into uh, sixth grade, and he goes here at South Central Middle School. And so before our kids go to, uh, go to middle school, uh, mom takes the, the daughters uh, out on a getaway, and then uh, I take the, um, the boys out on a getaway. And so it was just me and Logan. Logan's the only one going into sixth grade. And so Logan and I went up to, uh, went up to the Nanahala Outdoor Center in North Carolina. And we went up there and went to, did some camping. And we also uh, did some whitewater rafting down the Natahala. Well, I had have, I have been a couple of times before. And you can go to the Natahala, and I, I really recommend it, highly recommend it. But the Natahala, you can actually you rent these, uh, these kayaks. They're inflatable kayaks, and they're called duckies. And you can rent a single ducky, or you can rent a double ducky. Well, these duckies are... These duckies are, can be a little expensive if you have, you know, multiple people come in. And, and, and Logan and I uh, wanted to each ride our, our own boat. So it's like, well, let me just see if we could just bring our own boat, you know, kayak. I'll just borrow some kayaks, you know, and, and uh, put them in my truck. We'll pay the five or so dollars that take us up to the Natahala, drop us off and everything. And, and it's to be work out fine. I mean, why do I need to spend $35, $40 renting a ducky? No problem. Well, so I've called a couple of friends and asked them if I could borrow their, their, their kayaks. Now, these are, these are hard shell kayaks. And, um, and so I just put them in the back of my truck. It's like, you know what? This is no big deal. We can, we can do this. Save some money. All right. I'm all about trying to save some money. So we get up there and um, <laughs> we're getting ready to put the thing, uh, boats on the top of the bus that takes everybody. And one of the guys looks at us and goes, so you're going down the river in that? And right then and there, I started questioning. Uh, yes, we are. We're going, yes, we are. We're going down the Natahala, uh, you know, level two rapids, a couple of level threes. Yeah, we're, we're going down. And then he, how old's your son? <laughs> and I was like, he's 11. It's like, have you ever been in the boat? And Logan goes, uh, yeah, with another person, my older brother. He goes, okay, well, just make sure you know what you're doing. And these guys had the gear. Now, they had some, they had some hard uh, shell kites, but they, they, they were made for that. I mean, they, they had the, the strap, where you, the, the rubber piece where you sit down in, and it covers you. They had the helmets. They had, uh, like, all this equipment. And they were all decked out. And <laughs> before we got on the bus, I was like, Hey, could you guys wait for us, you know, when we get in the water? Just might want to hang out with us a little bit. Because the guy said, yeah, because the very first rapid you come to is a level three rapid. And I'm like, yeah, let's just, let's just kind of wait. 
All right, if y'all could just ride with us, just, just pass that one. I'm sure we'll be fine after that. And there's another big one at the very end. I was like, let's just get past this first one. We're good, we're good. So Logan and I, the only thing we have, we, we, we have a, uh, a flotation device, and we have our, you know, our paddles, and we have our, our kayaks. I'm just long, big, hard shell kayaks, open, you know, nothing to hold us in, that kind of stuff. And so we, we get in the water, and we're like, I tell Logan, it's like, it's, it's okay, Logan. He's like, yeah, Dad, I believe you. <laughs> he trusts me. I'm not so sure after this trip. So we get in the water, and we're waiting, and those guys are waiting on them because they're, they're putting all their stuff on, and we're getting in the water. And so uh, we, I follow them to the first rapid. And it's about, I don't know, 150 feet from where we started to the first rapid. And so I, I follow them. They go down this one uh, area. He said, go to the right, and you'll be fine. So I follow them, and then I go, and then I notice when I'm, when I'm on the rapid, I notice this thing is filling up with water like crazy. And then I almost tipped, and I was like, whoa, that was weird. And then I was like, my son. <laughs> I turn my boat around, and I look, and poor Logan He's coming over the rapid in a kayak, no helmet, you know, coming in a kayak, and as soon as he gets over, it flips. The kayak jumps over, he's in the water, and I was like, oh, Jesus, help me. What is going on? And so, but he was smart because he did exactly like I told him to, because I had this feeling, son, if you get in the water, just point your feet towards the, you know, downstream and don't try to stand up. And that's exactly what he did. And so we're a whole bunch of people, like eight people are all helping to get Logan out of the river and the boat and everything. And then we, we get in this boat and, uh, and get this boat out, and we dump it out the water out, and I get out, and there was a place where we can get out, and there's some other people, and they're like, yeah, you know, you're supposed to have a helmet on when you have a hard shell boat and everything, and I'm like, I didn't know this. I didn't know any of this. Well, obviously, we had the wrong boat, and we didn't get to go down the rapids that day because you know, we had already kind of spent some money, and just, we were just tired. like, you know, let's just not do this. But we had the wrong boat. We had the wrong boat. The wrong boat did not match the rapids, what was, what was going on, you know, what, what we were facing. And so whenever it comes to serving, whenever it comes to serving the body of Christ, um, you want to make sure that you, what you have, matches what you really want to try to do. And let us help you with that. Let us help you with that. We're not going to put you in a position without giving you the, the, the right equipment. We're not going to put you in a position of serving here at Lake Point Church where we don't train you. We're, we're going to train you. If you, if you want to serve at child check-in and you're, you're not sure about computers, you know, we will train you how uh, to do that. You know, if you want to help run sound or, or video stuff, and you're not really sure if you really like that, we will train you. We'll give you the right equipment, and we will train you and make sure you are prepared, ready to go, so you will not be embarrassed like I was going down that river. And so just know this. If you're scared, we will help you. We will train you. And so don't let, don't let uh, any kind of um, in, uh, inabilities that you have on your part uh, just um, uh, steer you away from this. Hey, we're going to go into God's Word real quick in 1 Corinthians 
Uh, we're going to be in uh, chapter 12. And if you have your copy of God's Word, I encourage you to turn to that. If you don't have it, we have it on the YouVersion Bible app, and we also have it on the screen uh, behind me. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to be uh, here in verses 12 through 20. Verses 12 through 20. And it sounds like this. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so it is a form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Verse 15, now if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not be for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? Verse 20, as it is, there are many parts but one body. There are many parts to the body of of Christ. And what unifies us is the Spirit, is the Holy Spirit unifying us and helping us and teaching us what uh, we are to uh, do with our certain gifts and our, our abilities. Now, you might be sitting here thinking, well, Frank, I'm just a small little part of what God, uh, you know, God's doing here at Lake Point Church or in his kingdom. That's okay. That's okay. There's no part that is more important than the other ones. There's no part that is more important than the other ones. Uh, if, if uh, If you've known someone who lost their big toe trying to adjust to walking without a big toe, that's, that, that's a huge adjustment. That toe, that toe's important. And you are important to the body of Christ. How you serve and your part to what you do. And so uh, to illustrate this, we're going to have sort of an, um, an object lesson. So I need, about, um, I need about eight volunteers. So I need eight volunteers. Okay? Let's have one, two... You two girls right here. One, two, three, Sweetman, four, five, Shanna, is that Shanna? No, I don't know who that is. Okay, okay, no, okay, five, yeah, come on, six, and seven, okay, I don't know, eight, awesome. I'm trying to get some wide variety here. All right, how y'all doing? Okay, so what we're going to do up here is we are going to, um, oh, good, great, yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome, awesome. So we're gonna, we're gonna, what we're gonna do is we're gonna, we're gonna make a fire truck, okay? We're going to make a fire truck up here on this stage. So what I need here is I need, I'll tell you, you four girls, you'll be awesome as the four wheels, okay? There's actually more than one uh, four wheels, but we're gonna get you started. So let's go right here, and we're gonna face this way. So the fire truck's going down, and so you be this wheel right here, okay? Stop right here, okay? And I'm just gonna position you in a place. Is that okay? So you be this wheel. And you be this wheel right here, back up, great, it's a big fire truck, so we need to back up, back up, great, and you, great, awesome, and, and, and what are y'all again? Your wheels, yeah, they're four wheels, okay, and what do you do? 
you, you turn, right? Wheels turn? Okay, so you turn. Got it? Okay, good. Um, okay, sweetie, I want you to be the siren. The thing that goes, woo! Can you do that like a fire truck? You can't. Okay, can you pretend? <laughs> hey, how about can you steer it? Can you be the steering wheel that drives it? Yeah? Hey, how about the person that hops on the back of the fire truck? Like rides the back? That's fun, right? <laughs> hey, we're going to find a place for you, sweetie. <laughs> Just hold on a second. I got the perfect spot for you. All right. So uh, I need someone to be a, fire, uh, a siren. You, you be siren? Okay, come on. So siren is a pretty important part. So Sweetman's going to stand right here. Up at the front, and uh, he's going to be the siren. Now, his job is to let people know, hey, we're, we're driving down a road, okay? So, how does the siren go? Okay, okay, face that way, because, you know, all right, good. All right. Awesome, awesome. Now, we need a, uh, we need a fifth wheel back here. How you doing? Okay, fifth wheel back here. So you know that some, some trucks, some big trucks, you know, they have that fifth wheel that sort of turns the back of the truck, and that's a very important uh, part because it's really, really long. So you be the fifth wheel back over here, and you turn uh, the truck, okay? All right, all right, you two are water hoses, all right? <laughs> so you be right here, and you come over here, and you be the water hose, okay? Great. All right, yeah, so yeah, so hold a water hose, got it, okay, and uh, so, good, excellent, excellent, okay, sweetie, is there anything you want to do? <laughs> no? Um, you want to, is there anything, a part of a truck you, you, you've seen before that you're like, hey, I'd like to, to, to be in that truck? No? Okay, you just want to be my helper? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so why don't, you, why don't you stand right here next to the siren guy, and you can help him out just like that. Awesome, awesome. And you know what? You could be the lights. Bling, bling. Can you be the lights? Okay. <laughs> She's really making this difficult. It's okay. She's cute. All right, we'll go with it. All right, so this, this fire truck, okay, so we have the, water, we have the wheels, and what do y'all do? You turn, okay. Siren, what do you do? Woo! Good, excellent. And fourth wheel, the fifth wheel, you turn. Yeah, you give direction, excellent. Water hoses, what do you do? Yeah, you spray, excellent. And then you go on down the road, okay. So, e so each of you have, have a purpose, all right. So what is your, so I just share with you, or you share with me, your purpose of what you're part of doing in a fire truck. What is the big purpose here? Put out fires. Put out fires. You see, y'all see here. You see, these people, they're so focused on, because I told them, I told them, you do this, you do this, you do that. And I told them what their, their job is, and they say focus on what their job is, whether it be turning, the wheel, siren, lights, bling, bling. We have the uh, back wheel that, that steers, the fire hose, all of that, they have that one purpose. But sometimes it's so easy to get focused in on just your one job that you forget, we forget the overall purpose, and that is to put out fires. Fire trucks put out fires. Y'all give them a hand. Thank you all so much.
So whenever we serve in the body of Christ, it's so important that we realize the big picture. And I use that to illustrate this fact. Many people, and I've done this, I've been accused of this before. Many people, you get so caught up in what you're doing in this one specific task that you forget about the overall picture. You know, whether, whether you're, you're, uh, you're shaking hands or whether you're, uh, you're checking kids in, you know, or whether you're playing in the band or, or working on the tech team or working in our zone area with refreshments and doing the coffee and all that stuff, it's so easy to think, well, this is my job and, and this is what I do. You know what? Really what you do is we point people to God through a relationship with Jesus Christ, his church, and his world. That is the purpose of Lake Point Church, and it goes along with our purpose to go and make disciples, to, to share Christ with others. Why do we do those little jobs? Why do we make coffee? So that people will know Jesus. Yeah, so people will know Jesus. Why, why do we set up the chairs so people will know Jesus? Because all of those pieces work together to, to produce something that people can come to and say, you know what? This makes sense. I hear the gospel. People are singing. I see people serving with a smile on their face. I see people giving up uh, their time. I see, I, I see it in small groups. And so just like this, this fire truck has the many parts to what they're supposed to be doing, their main goal is to put out fires. Our main goal is to point people to Jesus. So whenever we say, get involved, serve, it's, it's not like we just need you to, to work for no purpose. You all fit into one big scheme and one big uh, uh, purpose in this life. And so uh, we are one body and one purpose. In John 14, in John chapter 14, verses 15 through 17, it says this, I am the true vine, and my father is a gardener. Verse uh, 15, I'm oh, sorry, verse 14, sorry, 15 through 17, got it. Chapter 14, 15 through 17. If you love me, this is Jesus talking. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Now, this right here, Jesus is saying, look, I'm going to be going away but I'm going to, I'm going to uh, tell my father, to, my father's going to send the Holy Spirit. And so he's saying, if you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Heavenly Father, and he will give you an advocate. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. We're going to be talking about that starting next week. Okay? So keep that in mind. Verse 21, chapter 14. Jesus goes on to say this. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. The Holy Spirit 
is coming inside. Jesus is sharing, I'm going to love him. Whoever has my commands, that's how they show that they love me. And in verse 23, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Make our home, meaning part of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit will come in and live within us. But we've got to have that love of Jesus. We've got to be able to surrender our life to him, ask Jesus to forgive us of our sin, trust that his sacrifice on the cross was sufficient for us, and uh, follow him daily and love him. And Jesus said, me and my Father, the Heavenly Father, will come and make our home with him. How and why do you serve? Because you have Jesus inside you. You have Jesus inside you. For those who have accepted Christ, who have followed that, followed that, that, that prodding, that knocking on your heart's door, and you've opened up your heart's door and, and asked Jesus to come into your life and be the Savior of your life, you have Jesus inside of you. And that should cause you to want to serve, not just serve and just so you could do this one little area, but serve the bigger picture, the greater picture of everything. And so Jesus goes on to say um, in John chapter 15, verses 4 and 5, he goes on to say, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus is saying, remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. In order for the branch to bear fruit, it's got to be connected to the vine. It's got to be connected to the vine. Well, how do you, you may say, well, Frank, how do you connect to the vine? What, do you, what are you talking about? Uh, you know, wh- what does that look like? Well, that, that looks like uh, things such as reading God's word and, and, and praying. But here's another thing it also looks like. You are connecting to the vine when you are surrounded by other believers. When you serve When you serve in your giftedness alongside other believers, guess what? Those believers have Christ inside them. They have the Holy Spirit inside them. And because of that, you are connected to Jesus. Also, when you're in small groups, you go to a small group setting. When you share life together, when you share prayer requests and pray for one another, and, and, and open up God's word together, and you grow together, you are connected to the vine. You are connected to Jesus. Now, you've got to do it more ways than, more ways than just serving in, in, in small groups. I mean, you, you want to have a prayer time, an individual prayer time. You want to have individual Bible study. You, you gather in here today, just because we're here today, we are connected to Jesus because the Holy Spirit is here in this place. If you walk through life with the Holy Spirit inside you, never connecting with others, never connecting with other believers on, on a regular basis, never serving in your strengths, never getting plugged into a small group, you as a branch are not going to bear fruit 
because you're not connected to the vine. Connection is so important. Connection is what gives us the opportunity to be like Jesus. You know, there's no better way or no better thing that I can say that can connect with one another than Legos. Well, I love Legos, except when you step on them in the middle of the night. Legos are cool. They're awesome. And you can make all kinds of things. Have you ever, have you ever been to like a Lego store or whatever? They, they've got all these huge statues made of Legos. And you're like, man, how long did it take to do that? But they, you can build almost anything with, uh, with Legos. And Legos, the, Legos were meant to connect to one another. This Lego was meant to connect. It wasn't meant to just sit on a shelf somewhere. It was meant to connect. And you, just like this Lego, you and I were meant to connect. We were meant to connect to one another. Now, I have here, oh yeah, my son Lawson built this yesterday, and we bought the, uh, got the kit, Lego kit, and um, <clears throat> this uh, Star Wars ship uh, he built yesterday. Now, let me tell you something about this Star Wars ship. When we got the box, it had an image on the front of the box that had an image of what it's supposed to look like. When we want to become the person we were supposed to be, we have to look at the image of Christ. We have to look at the image of Christ, and that is found in God's word. If you want to be like Jesus, you look at the image. Before Lawson began building this, he looked at the image of what this is supposed to look like. Now, he also, in building this, he... he Knowing Lawson, he probably kind of got, come pretty close because he's very intelligent. But Lawson probably could have come pretty close to building this without the instruction book. But every Lego set has a detailed destruction, an instruction book that has step-by-step -step instructions on how to build the model. And so he, step-by-step, -step, he went through that book. And slowly but surely... He modeled this after the picture, just like you and I. The instruction book, God's Word, is here to show us and to tell us step by step how we're supposed to live like Jesus. And some of us, I know it's, it's, it's easy to be impatient with yourselves. You know, when, when, if Lawson were to say, I don't want to go through this book, I just want to kind of put, piece it together. It would not have looked like this, and it probably would have fallen apart. Because here, here's the important part about this piece. There are pieces in here and inside here that you and I can't see. There are pieces inside here that are holding this together. And so when you and I try to live a life that looks like Christ, we're, without being patient with the step-by-step -step process, and we just try to throw it together, and we're not allowing God to just, 
just slow but surely, you know, marinate us a little bit, like, and, and do it slow. It's a crock pot. It's not a microwave, all right? And know this, that there are pieces in your life that you need to develop, and you need to develop using the Word of God and be patient and allowing God to work. Sometimes those pieces are tough. Some, sometimes it, it, it's tough to kind of put you know, certain pieces together to make it work. Sometimes there's situations in your life that are tough. You lose a job. What is God showing you? Rely on him. That's not a fun lesson to learn, but that's a very important lesson, a very important lesson, because it's those kinds of things those, that builds character within us that helps us build things within us that we never would have seen before. And so Lawson used the instruction manual. He saw the image, used the instruction manual. We have the image of Christ, and we use the instruction manual found in God's word. This piece right here, those Lego pieces have a purpose. They have fulfilled their purpose. I have a tray here full of individual Lego pieces. They're not connected and they are not fulfilling their purpose. And I'm asking you today, do you feel like just a, a single individual Lego piece, you're not really connected in serving, you're not really connected in a small group, and you're frustrated because your life can't look like the image of Christ that you know you should live like. What's missing are other Lego pieces. What's missing are other Lego pieces, other people like you who need to be connected. Because then you can fulfill your purpose into the image and the model of Jesus. So here's what we're gonna do. As we close out this service, each of you should have been given uh, a find your spot card. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take just a few minutes and then, uh, and then we're gonna uh, close out and, and uh, word of prayer and announcements. But if you have that card, and if you don't have that card, I, first of all, I want you to get that card out, find your spot card. And uh, if, if you have, uh, you could do this as a, as a family if you want, as a husband and wife team, or if you wanna do this individually or, or whatever. But what we need you to do is we need you to fill that out. And if you don't have a card, there could be people that can help you with that. So if you need a card, raise your hand and we can make sure we get a card to you, okay? So if you need a card, keep your hand up and we will give you a card and make sure that you, you have that opportunity to fill that out. Good. Now, with that card, you also need a pen. So if you do not have a pen, raise your hand. If you do not have a pen and you need a pen, raise your hand. Okay? A lot of people have pens. Great. Okay. So on that card, you will find a place to put your, your information. All we're looking for is your name, email, phone number. I think those are the things that are on that card. But fill that out. And what I want you to do is I want you to, I want you to look through, I want you to look through um, some of those um, 
some of those opportunities to serve. And I want you to, I want you to, uh, to put a, a number sign on your first choice, second choice, third choice, or if you just have one choice. And, and understand this, I'm not asking you to over, overdo yourself. If there's just one area, like, man, Frank, I just, man, I like this area. I, I'm Just put that. That's okay. If you're not sure kind of what number to put, like what's your first choice, second choice, whatever, just put a check mark. And on the back, there's even a place for you to put, you know, Frank, I don't know where, where I need to serve. I don't know. Just place me somewhere. Because you need to connect. You need to connect. And you know what? There may be things on that, that card that, that you do that we don't haven't even thought of. Just write that on there. You know, Frank, I, I like juggling. You know, I want to have a juggle ministry. You know, whatever. <laughs> but write that information. And then also on the back of that card is the small group survey. Small groups are so, so important. People say, I just don't feel like I'm plugged into the church. Are you involved in a small group? Well, no. Well, that's one of the reasons. Because let me tell you, a small group is there to pray with you. You share text numbers. See, when, when you're going, when you're having a bad day, you send a text to your small group. And guess what? Your small group, they pray for you. When you're going through major transitions in your life, your small group is there for you. You open up God's word together. It's so important to get involved in a small group. And so fill out what, what, um, what night of the week works best or, you know, and just fill out that survey if you could.